0: Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. I am Joseph M. Smith, the host of Tech Niche Tips podcast, where we help people break into tech, not just to get in there, but to also scale from there. Every week, I'll be having new episodes where I either talk from my own personal experiences or I share with my friends and people that I met along the way that have great tips and tricks, not only, again, to help you land a job in tech, but to help you scale from there. Join me on the Tech Niche Tips podcast. Until next time, I hope to see you on the other side.
1: Stay tuned for more.
0: I rip it up real fine, and I bury it in the sand. And I have a I have a ceremony to say, okay, goodbye. And I look at the water and imagine it going out into the ocean, never to come back in my head. Wow. And there's something... About it, it it is is cleansing it's cathartic and when i when i work with with clients you know we do this clearing we need to clear right there's some, there's so much in your mind and as as coaches you know we're all about helping the person find the answer that lies within
1: Hello and welcome back to The Homework Show. I've got myself here, I'm Joy, and my
0: co-host here. Hey Joy, this is Charlene and we're excited that you are joining us. I call it another Joy exciting podcast. What are you calling it today?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I, I call it that too. Every day I say, this is another exciting podcast day.
0: We are so glad you guys are joining us. We just get the joy and pleasure of you guys listening to us and talk and sharing just with you. And we just, our our hearts desire really about this podcast and why we're doing it is that you process it and you take whatever information resonates with you and apply it. We we both are about application. And Mm -hmm. so we have a great topic for you today. Uh, So Joy, are you ready to jump in with it?
1: Yes, yes. You came up with this idea and I absolutely love it. So tell me what you were thinking about.
0: Sure. So, okay. So I was in London probably, yeah, Thanksgiving. And I went to this bookstore with my best friend and got this journal, Joy. It says, make a mark. And Mm -hmm. And I thought about it and I said, how would I use it? You know how we all buy the journals? I don't know how many journals you may have. Mm-hmm. That you buy every year. You may have some that you started that you you said you're going to finish. My goal when I bought this one, and I don't know how many pages, I but it was to write something every day in my journal. That was my goal, right? And I thought about it, and I said, "Wow, we should talk about the power of journaling, right?" And mm-hmm. really getting people who are great at journaling are probably saying probably can come on the show and tell us the power of journaling and what it's done for them. But I'm hoping that we can get some new people started in journaling. How about that?
1: I love this. And I recommend journaling a lot in the treatment room because I find it's a really powerful tool for mental chatter and the amount of energy that we contain in our mind is so huge the amount of energy that is contained in our mind is so huge and it gets backed up it gets swirly it gets heavy it gets tangled it gets like a traffic jam some people can't sleep that night because they say I can't turn my brain off or mm-hmm. i get clammed up in my relationships because i didn't get to i didn't, pro- didn't know what i was processing didn't know something happened and I felt something a certain way. And so I find journaling is one way to help the mind get rid of some of that traffic jam and pull out some thoughts and help us process what is happening in our mind and what is happening emotionally too, you know?
0: Yeah, you know it's interesting because I, would, you know, I read a little bit about journaling, and, and you can Google journaling, the benefits of journaling. You'll come up with so many benefits, some health benefits, some mental health benefits. And you think about May as mental health month, right? And so talking about this whole topic about journaling and what it can help us with in terms of our mental health is humongous. Um, there's there's something about writing it down, right? Yeah. Writing it down and and I know today we're we're of technology. We got our cell phones. We got our voice recorders, mm-hmm. right? We we have a little notepad. It doesn't matter what you use. It's something about stopping the brain mm-hmm. for that moment to capture what's inside, getting it out, and then reflecting on it, mm-hmm. right? There's mm-hmm. there's there's so much power in looking at what you were thinking of at that moment, right? What came up in that moment, right? right. When you put pen to paper, or that thought down, or that idea down. And
1: you're right, there are a lot of benefits. And one of the benefits, there is a study about the handwriting aspect for if you do use a pen or a pencil on paper, there is a, a pathway from the brain to the hand that is different than typing, you know, and so I prefer... Handwriting and I do both. I capture notes in my phone and I also do um, writing. So yeah, so I I would love to explore that. What do you mean by journaling? Because there's diary, there's note taking, there's expressing your thoughts, you know. So what is your version of journaling?
0: Oh, that's a good question. And you're right, Joy, it's gonna be different for each person, right? Um, the format that they're going to use is different, right? What they're going to journal is different. I, I will tell you when I bought this journal, um, it was more around capturing whatever I was thinking of right then and there. So I have a couple of entries that talked about my experience, right? What, what was I experiencing at that time in London, right? And then it's funny, I have now just words, just words. Um, as I travel the world, I'm grateful for the dedication of somebody I used to work with. I used to work with a guy, his name was Sonny, and he was on a plane nonstop. And he, he elevated my desire to experience business travel in business class, because he always sat in first class. And on that trip, I was in business class, and I was reflected upon you know, that 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 piece, right? So you can journal about whatever comes to mind. It could be a thought. It could be a memory. It can be a word. It can be a phrase. Um, it can be something that you feel you need to encourage yourself about mm-hmm. or something you're struggling with. You know, the beauty I think about journaling is unique to you.
1: Yes. I love that. I love that that inspirational part of capturing people who inspired you or maybe even words that inspire you. That is really beautiful. As you're talking through this, I'm discovering that I think I have a few methods of journaling. And so I use a paper calendar. In addition to my online calendar, I use a paper calendar and I write, handwrite a lot of things in there. So what ended up actually happening in the day rather than what i have scheduled for the day so i capture what that what the symptoms or body felt like that day and what ended up actually happening whether it was meaningful moments or conversations just real quick couple words and so Mm -hmm. i keep my year notebooks you know so that's all calendar so i can look back and say what was springtime like for me last year oh Springtime brought up these memories of this hard thing that happened. Oh, this spring, I might have that's why I might be having these difficult feelings or dreams come up, you know. And then I've got this other thing I do, which is stream of conscious journaling. So that's if my mind is really busy, I handwrite on blank paper, stream of conscious, no editing, no punctuation just whatever comes to mind, and it's usually in the middle of the night or first thing in the morning when I can't sleep or I'm up early, and that is a brain dump, and that is, I'm thinking about the coffee pot, the sky is rainy, what am I going to wear today? This is what I dreamt last night, and then I find if I give it a minute or two, so much comes out, and it really just it it is a brain dump. It's really like a shower for the brain. Everything just sort of like comes out and washes off. Right. oh my gosh, there's so much emotion in there. And then it naturally comes to an end. It's so wild. It just, the words just almost like they want to come out like a faucet and then they sort of come to an end and it's like, okay, I'm done. I felt the emotion of that that was pent up in my brain thinking out loud or talking about it out loud, but it was up there it was it was all pressed together and then I ripped that paper up and I recycled Ooh, it tell me about
0: oh yes
1: because I have that is that. not good. like what is up there is not logical. it does not need to be repeated. It is deep dark shadow splinter, hungry brain <laughs> that is it, and it is so helpful to move that and to let it out.
0: Absolutely. So I I want to talk about my my version of that as well. So when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I I go to the beach and I write I do that brain dump, right? And then I I um, read them. And I cross out what's not in my control, what's just a random wild thought, mm. what's just fear, you know, and I'm like scratching it off, but I'm reading it because I want to I want to hear what what I wrote as well as seeing it. So I'm like reading it out loud. And then I get down to the things that, okay, that are in my control, something I can do something about. Then I write one action I can do, just one, just one. And then I rip it up and sorry for you guys, I am I rip it up real fine and I bury it in the sand. And I have, a, I have a ceremony to say, okay, goodbye. And I look at the water and imagine it going out into the ocean never to come back in my head. Wow. And there's something it it is is cleansing, it's cathartic. And when I when I work with with clients, you know, we do this clearing, but we need to clear, right? There's some, there's so much in your mind. And as as coaches, you know, we're all about helping the person find the answer that lies within. Journaling yeah. is is a powerful tool. Because that's between you, that piece of paper, and that pen. You can choose to share it, or you don't have to choose to share it. Right. And that's the beautiful thing,
1: is I think we edit so much of ourselves. We yes. edit ourselves in professional situations. We edit ourselves in relationships, if we're walking on eggshells, or if we don't want to hurt somebody, or if we have thoughts we're not sure about, or their self-doubt. Thoughts or self-judgment thoughts, you know, they're really dark thoughts and we are not special. Nobody doesn't have dark thoughts going on or yeah. confused thoughts going on in their mind. And mm-hmm. so just letting that out, it's it's just a natural part of life. You know, detoxing is a natural part of our organs. We cry. We have urinary movement, we have bowel movement, we sweat, our bodies release things on purpose. We're not meant to hold anything, nothing on ours, not, not even our cells. not even our bones, not even our skin, nothing is permanent. We're supposed to like take in and let go, take in and let go. And same with our brains and our thoughts, you know what I mean? It's like take in yes. thoughts, let them go, <laughs> just like that water. So the fact that you put a ritual around this is just so delicious.
0: It is, and and you're right. It's the and and, and in coaching, we when someone has like uh, some insight, right? They gain some new insight, or they something clicked when when they were talking. It's like okay, build that awareness. Okay, let it go, right? Um, Selena Gomez has a great song called "Who Says." Who says you're not worth it? Who says you can't? Who 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 says right? And so, you know, as you journal, it, it's like is this is what you, who are you listening to, right? Mm-hmm. Are you listening to all these thoughts in your head or are you listening to your heart? Are you Are you taking out things that, you know, kind of clearing to get really to the root of it and say what mm-hmm. what you can own and what can empower you and what can move you forward versus, or do you just simply look at that list of stuff that you wrote and say, wow, look at the things that I, I have changed. Cha- I would say- chained up myself or allowed myself to become in, in wrapped in hmm. that you need to shed. Cause when you were saying that I was thinking about my skin, I was like, Oh my gosh, I need to put some lotion on because my skin is dry. Right. If your skin is, is doing that. If you're, I remember, I remember you told me that sometimes your some of the treatments that you do
1: mm-hmm. will cause
0: you to cry because that too is a clearing and letting a release and letting go of some things that you may be holding on to. Mm-hmm. A thought, or whatever, and so I, I believe that the body tells us what when it's time for us to start letting things go, right? You you talk about that a lot about knowing our bodies, knowing what our what messages our body is sending, right? All the time, right? And
1: and this is one way to be honest with ourselves, you know, and also capture. The parts that are our heart, like what you're talking about. What voices are you listening to? What what thoughts are in your head? What uh, input are you taking in from the outside? And I do keep a separate journal where I do capture those things you're talking. That the pretty journal is for the things that you're talking about of the ideas I want to remember the inspiration I want to remember, there's story points in my life that I want to remember, you know, because it's not captured anywhere. You know, there are these pivotal moments in your life that there's no filing system for. (laughs) There's no, there's no Google Doc for it. There's no performance review. Nobody's (laughs) asking you about pivotal moments in your life and organizing that or cataloging that anymore. But there are, I think there's a few, you know, how it was told to me is there's a few forks in the road and that we each encounter in life where you have to make a transformative decision and that shapes who you are, you know, and there yes. are these, these moments that you can look back on your life and say, this was a really pivotal time in my life. And I made a decision in a certain way, or I changed everything. And there's tiny little decision factors that go into that. You read an inspirational book, you had a talk with somebody. You had a drastic thing happen to you and you had to make a decision about, you know? And so it created this formative or transformative event. And to me, that is easy to forget unless you capture it. You know, for example, I was working with a patient the other day and they have been experiencing a lot of pain in their hip and had been working on workouts and doing physical therapy and and trying to find all kinds of different angles to address this pain. And after several months uh, ended up discovering the power within themselves and did some Reiki on themselves and hasn't had pain since. And so I said, did you write that down? Because the first thing our brain wants to do is forget about that or
0: go on to the next thing,
1: go on to the next thing or self-doubt. Like, did that really happen? Maybe that was one factor, but maybe that wasn't really the thing that did it, you know, and it doesn't matter. But capturing that so that in a year you can look back and say, oh, wow, every time I have pain, there's an emotion tied to it going on or I have a fork in the road moment in my life I'm dealing with. What did I do about it, you know, or what inspired me to get to that point or what book or what conversation, you know? And so I really think that there's these moments that
0: I, I like to capture. You're right, Joyce. You think about a year's time, right? If you, if you, if you said, okay, over last year, what was, what was meaningful to you? What, what do you remember? You know, what, what helped you move forward? I ask that question quite a bit, right? And people, they pause because they're trying to go over their in their mind, what was, been, what was beneficial? What moved me forward? What was different? What did I do um, that really stretched me out of my comfort zone? And it, it, it's hard to kind of get back in touch with it. Yet, if you write something down that was, that was monumental or something that you really are proud of and it's an accomplishment, your mind can retrieve that and say, oh, you know what, here was the, this thing right here. This, is, this, is, this was a defining moment for me when I had the strength to say no, right? It could be something as simple as that. I was able to say no in the moment, right? Yeah, I, I, I love journaling, and it's, it's so meaningful sometimes to look at words in your own writing, in your own handwriting, And, you know, and you know how there's some people that write like doctors and physicians, but they can understand their own writing. But someone else trying to read is like trying to make sense of it. They can come right behind you and say, oh, that is Mm -hmm. 10 milligrams. You're like, really? Okay. So, so there's beauty in seeing your own writing. Uh, um, Interesting enough, I was having a conversation with, with my daughter and she asked me, she said, mommy, are you writing down some of these? experiences that you're having? Are you keeping them in them anywhere? Because I would love to kind of one day read about you and rediscover my mommy and those mm-hmm. things that were important to my mom. And I told her, I said, well, you're going to see some good, bad, ugly. You're probably going to think your mom got a little mental, you know, she was having a mental break. Mm-hmm. And I said, and that's okay because that's life. Mm-hmm. Life is filled with those things mm-hmm. as well. And it's how we rebound and how we build resilience. But she made me think more about journaling even more, you know, some history. She's like, what about family history, family conversations, right? Um, Family events, family full names, right? So we can have that ancestry and that history. And that can be part of journaling as well you know, we, now we're using text, you know, we're using family chats, right? Where we're, where we're putting information to family chats. I, you know, I thought about this too, that that's a form of journaling as well Is when we send pictures of us on vacation and, or having a new baby, you know, that's all rich journaling and history that we can look back on and say, wow, back on that day, all of my family got together and celebrated X, Y, Z.
1: That's something that, uh, Sometimes I take a pen to paper when I'm talking to my mom or my grandmother on the phone and I'll ask them a question, you know, what was this like when you were living in Costa Rica when you were a kid, you know, and just writing down their experience because it doesn't live anywhere formally again. And so now I have these notes about, about some of that family history, like what you're talking about, that is really rich and i mean even on the dark side of it you know i don't know if alzheimer might come to one of us one day you know i don't know if i'll forget everything about my life you know when i'm 95 am i going to even remember what it was like to be 42. i mean how amazing would it be to go back and read wow or through my whole life you know the capturing these memories because i I do have a tendency to already just dismiss, you know, whatever happened last year, it's gone, move on to the next thing, you know? And right. and even as time speeds up, I think it's so common for us to throw around these words like time is flying by, you know, this year is flying by, this month is flying by, you know, you know, and so I think one thing about journaling is it captures or it keeps us present or it helps us savor, um who we are right now, you know?
0: If you write the date. So I have a problem sometimes writing the date. So I'll just start journaling or writing something and I don't write the date, but it's interesting. I can, when I do write the date, I do reflections, right? And so it's good if you write your dates down as well, because then you can do a year over year comparisons. And it would not be fun to kind of say, okay, what what was my entry like last last year, this, this same day? What did I write the same day last year? Yeah. So that's I why I patterns about myself. Yeah. Patterns. Uh, what habits am I still struggling with that I thought mm-hmm. I wouldn't be struggling with this year? Right. Oh wow. It, it, so it's it, you really. I think it's the beauty of 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 journaling that you, you see is you discover so much about yourself.
1: Yes. Right. I definitely see patterns and I put things together that I didn't realize. Like I'll look at, um, I'll notice if I had, you know, a rough night of sleep or a rough week of sleep. And then a couple months later, I'll look back and say, Oh, when I look at the context of that, that happened before at this other time, you know, and mm-hmm. even put two and two together where I've gotten context about things that I would yeah. not have thought of because time is flying by and I'm just in the next month or what, you know, and it's okay if you
0: only have one entry for that month.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and there's a new tip about time that I have been trying out, which has been really helpful. I listened to a, another podcast and they were interviewing Glennon Doyle. Have you heard of Glennon Doyle? She's an author. No. And um, she said that she uses this tip for herself. She writes post-it notes to herself (laughs) to remember certain things when she is in a low moment or when she's having a, a, let's say a really rough time or a rough mood. She has these sticky notes that remind her, you know, when you're feeling this way, you usually end up feeling this way. So when you feel this way, do these things because it'll get you out of your funk or, So I started doing putting that in my calendar notebook this year of putting sticky notes to myself in certain months saying, you know, you feel better in the winter if you schedule something on the weekends or take down your Christmas tree before February because, (laughs) because you get depressed if you leave it up to you (laughs) because it's these pattern things, (laughs) these patterns (laughs) that I start to repeat. So, and because I'm, You know, my memory is not super strong. And so if I put these sticky notes down, I'm like, okay, now I'm learning.
0: (laughs) Learning. I love that. I love that idea. And you and you know what gets me too is you know how we always have these goals at the beginning of the year. Everybody has goals at the beginning of the year. And Mm -hmm. it's next month, it's June. It would be nice if I had a little reminder and said, okay. Can you go back and review your goals and see where you are? Because it's mid-year versus just continue to move on. Oh, that's a good idea. I love the sticky notes. I love the sticky notes.
1: And I Um, um, also do it for body stuff. So reminder that I'm going to feel better if I get acupuncture in the fall for winter symptoms instead of just waiting till it happens. You know, for seasonal depressive disorder or Raynaud's. You know, it always is more effective if you can start addressing it early. So if you have spring allergies, put a sticky note for yourself in the spring or the fall somewhere on your phone or on your calendar, you know, to say, this always happens every year. <laughs> Do something about it this time. Get ahead of it.
0: Yeah. And I don't if Staples has these really cute, different cutout style post-it notes. So if you don't want to the, just they're rectangular ones. They have really cute ones that you can use. And then most journal books um, may come with some stickers too for you to use, you know, some words of affirmation that you can just put in your calendar. Um, I have one book here that I use that have um, stickers in it. And I thought, oh, this is good. Wellness is not a destination. It's a lifelong journey. I should put that on every month because I need a reminder. It is not a destination.
1: <laughs> oh, there's so many products out there and bullet journals. Do you do bullet journaling too? I don't know. No, do I've
0: never journals. heard of bullet journaling. Let me see it. I'm looking through my, no, I just freestyle. I don't do bullets. Yeah, what about bullet you? journaling
1: is a whole religion in and of itself. I think there are journaling experts out there, you know, and whole product companies that, and thank you god they're out there because they make really beautiful items that make you want to uh, do this journey yeah
0: you know? absolutely i mean journaling is for people who are structured and disciplined or or unstructured and you know maybe not disciplined but just really for those moments and times where you feel overloaded then you can go ahead and put pen to paper there's an electronic version of a of a tablet because again there's power in writing your eyes take a picture of it, your brain takes a snapshot of it. It really helps your brain to stay in tip-top shape. Mm -hmm. You start achieving some of the things that you're writing down and you go, wow, Mm -hmm. did that happen? So I I encourage all all my clients to write it down. You know, um, if you're spiritual, there's a saying in the Bible, there's a scripture in the Bible that talks about write it down on tablets, make it plain so that those that see it can run with it. Mm -hmm. And there's like you said, there's so many different tools. Here's another one of mine that I love. If any but I don't know how um, how to reorder it. I found it at, at Home Goods. Um the company is paper 11 paper goods, but it it for work days, right? It's called Wake Up and Work. I love this. Right. Um, you have the date, you can and it says, What's your daily intention? where well, you can write, you know, what's your daily intention? Mm-hmm. Um, your to-do list, priorities, appointments. And then the water intake, because you know, Joy, I'm still struggling with water. <laughs> water it has a little water droplets here. So one drop equals one glass. Eh, I don't know. And look, why do we have a meal plan so small over here? Really? Okay. I'm supposed to get all of the only the food I eat right here. I'm like, I have to go flip, flip this, flip the page over. <laughs> uh,
1: coffee intake. Is that on there?
0: <laughs> okay. N- no, it's daily water. Uh, it's so detrimental I I know I know I know and then appointments you know I feel that I try to fill this out every day but believe it or not even if I just write it the night before the Mm -hmm. next day my mind is already primed right and your your mind will be already primed with some activities that you need to do and I have another one too Joy that I like so let's say that you're wrestling with a problem you know, and you just can't find a solution and it's on your mind, but so you go to bed with it. You wake up with it. You still have a block and you just can't figure out what to do. I like how you always say, meditate, slow down, deep breathing. And as you're breathing, ask yourself, what are you breathing out? I'm breathing out this block, this mental block I have. Hmm. I'm breathing in the solution. And then waiting for your mind to really start unlocking solutions and then journaling those those answers down. So what could be possible solutions? There's something about giving space for your brain to really work. And that's so hard. That's that's where the discipline comes in. That's where the pause, because we're so busy. And literally, your mind will start working for you and not against you.
1: Yes. I have totally felt that it, uh, the right side of my brain almost comes online comes. It's not the logical side of the brain. It's the artistic intuitive side of the brain that comes online. If I do that kind of journaling. So I've done that with body too. So there's a kind of meditation where you can have a dialogue with Anything—a dialogue with a symptom, a dialogue with a body part, a, a dialogue with um, a part of you, a dialogue with a person that you can't have a dialogue with. Um, there's a, a meditation that you can dialogue with them by writing. So, let's say if I have back pain, I can say, "Write that down physically. Back pain. What do you want to tell me?" And then wait. And there's a there's just a a automatic writing that comes out that it doesn't matter if it's true or not it's an exercise of letting the whole brain work the art side the logical side try and put meaning to this you know what I mean and it's so wild how wisdom comes out it's like you can you can allow for the intuition to come up and out and through you, you know, and just say, Oh my gosh,
0: it is really wild how we block ourselves so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it is. And because we, we're too, we're too busy at times. Right. And so I I'm finding the wisdom in slowing down. I'm finding the wisdom and in, in really talking to clients to give them, and that's why they're coming to coaching. That's why coaching is growing. That's why therapy is full Because we just want to block, people just want to block a time that is focused just on them, right? Because they don't do it themselves. Because, right. But you you got 30 minutes with a coach, you have an hour with a therapist. Wow. You're giving yourself the gift of time, right? I love the gift of time. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would throw out a, as we, oh, this has been such a rich discussion. We probably, we probably have to have a second discussion on journaling but you know i read about a survey that said about half of us half of us are writing something down right? mm. so imagine the power if everyone just put pen to paper and i know we have we have different generations and some generations have come up electronically everything is type on a computer i, I want to challenge them to just do one week of written journaling not not Using your fingers, you know, on a keypad mm-hmm. or, or you know, on a keyboard, but just with a pen or pencil, and do one week of journaling. I agree, and really That's see what, what the doctor ordered. Charlene ordered it. Okay, let's do <laughs> <through> it. <laughs> well, Joe, we could go on and on about journaling because obviously the two of us understand the power of journaling and the benefits of journaling. We hope that you have. Gotten a, a new tip? Uh, I got to read up on this bullet top style journaling. I got to go put all of my journals in one place. I love that top. I love that one, Joy. You said about your calendar. You know, putting sticky notes in there. You know, because
1: mm-hmm.
0: there are so many people that that are affected by the seasonal um, disorder. Mm-hmm. Right? How to get ready for that? Right? Start start planning activities and what you're going to do when that weather change. Or right now, you just reminded me about the allergy season. Right, get ready for that. Get your medications ready, or mm-hmm. or your your holistic remedies, because not everybody takes synthetic drugs. So we gave out some really good ideas today. Joy, I just love this topic. We got to think about one of our community members that really um, is an expert in this field, and and bring them mm-hmm. on and and talk some more. What do you think? Absolutely love that idea! Yeah, I can talk I love
1: all day it. about this. Yes, love it. Yes. Let's
0: do it. Okay. So we are so excited, though. Um, the Homework Pod. We are. We are. Our community is growing, and we want you to share. Download these episodes and share. We got about twenty-four. What twenty-five episodes mm-hmm. out there, Joy? Now we're almost at the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're moving on because there's just so many rich discussions that we've been having with our community members, and I'm loving that. And so we want you to go to our home um, work pod. Right, you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, Google Play. Please support us as we are supporting our community of listeners and. And also, too, you know, shoot us an email and let us know, you know, what you're getting out of um, listening to our podcast at thehomeworkpod at gmail.com. And the exciting thing is you can can see it all on
1: thehomeworkpod.com, too. That's that's right. Homeworkpod.com. Our producer, Mike, is putting it all in one place. So I really like going there because I can scroll back through and see a previous episode really easily. Yes that I may not have downloaded myself and re-listened to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, look, 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 we can be honest too. Cause sometimes I'm like, Oh, I want to go back and listen to that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah.
1: I love our community <laughs> members. I love like hearing their perspective and it's really, uh, they're really wise, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, we, and guess what? We got some other up and coming community members. So you got to continue to listen to future episodes because We're not done yet. We're going to keep it moving. And we are thanking you for listening on this episode of journaling. And again, we want to hear from you the power of journaling and how that's been influential in your life. So drop us an email at thehomeworkpod at gmail.com. Until our next show, this is Charlene. And this is Joy. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's producer Mike from The Homework. You can check out episodes like this one and all the other ones on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, let's do some homework together.